This is Rob Scott, and you're listening to Fundamental Shift. Be where you are. That is the topic for today. Um, It's important that we learn to actually occupy the space, both mentally and physically, that we are in. Um, And it's also interesting how infrequently we do that. I once was reading Teet Nhat Hanh, who talked about doing the dishes and how we often will approach the dishes and you know, have some need to be done that we're, we're already on the next thing while we're doing the dishes. And um, I noticed that that was very true in my own life. And he suggested that you actually sit and do the dishes and give your full attention to doing the dishes. Now, this is obviously uh, a type of meditation, or maybe that's not obvious to everybody, but that is sort of taking meditation off the seat Um, or off the couch, wherever you happen to sit and meditate, um, and into the world. And if you don't meditate, it's a great way to sort of learn what that is. So I'm going to talk about, you know, mundane tasks, things that are very simple, that aren't very left brain, that we all need to do from time to time, like uh, doing the dishes, or sweeping up a room, or vacuuming, or waiting in line, or getting stuck in traffic, things where we can just stop and literally be where we are is critically important. And uh, once we learn that and you see how much fun it actually is to sort of be where you are and how joy can sort of pour into that moment, um, doing the dishes and waiting in line and being stuck in traffic will uh, never be the same. But not only that, it changes the entire sort of outlook of your life or it has the potential to do that. And I say that because you start to realize that our joy doesn't come from outside. Uh, Our joy is sort of inherent in us. And if we're just quiet enough and we learn to be fully where we are, um, sort of a natural state of being, um, that's, that's really how joy and happiness can sort of pour into our lives. So that's what the talk is about today. Uh, I want to mention my website backtobreath.com. Please uh, leave comments. I want to thank everybody who's already done that. Um, Wyatt, I hope your court case worked out well. And uh, I want to throw a shout out to Wyatt and say thanks for writing in. I I hope everything's okay for you. Um, I'm sure it is. I also want to thank everybody else who's written in and emailed me and friends of mine that have, you know, talked to me about this. It all means so much to me. Thank you very much. Um, one last thing about the website, I'm going to be doing my best to add more content to that, sort of an outline of, of some of these thoughts, um, things like anchors, which I, I, I may talk about today as well, things that can remind us throughout the day to sort of wake up and bring our attention back to the moment, um, maybe list them out, maybe explain that a little bit, and put a framework for sort of, you know, fundamental shifting, if you will, and uh, so look on the website for that. It'll be out there uh, soon. I'll let you know when uh, when there's more there. But So let's get started. What does it mean to give your full attention to doing the dishes? Um, I guess maybe a, a way to describe that would be to, to start with what it what is not doing that, which would be 
sort of going over to handle just cleaning them up so that you can get back to TV or so that you can uh, get to bed or so that you can get out the door to go to work. And there's sort of this inherent, there's a lot of thought. There's a lot of thinking going on. You're not paying attention to what you're doing. Uh, in contrast to that, doing the dishes, uh, and this is obviously only an example, but I'm going to stick on it because it, it was meaningful for me. If you can sit there and actually physically feel what you're doing, watch the water, feel the water on your hands, uh, touch the plates, touch the glasses, move them around with no real desire to not be doing that. So you sort of when you notice that you're that you want to move that, that you're not happy doing what you're doing and this is similar to the problem talk and the inner becoming talk and all that stuff you sort of let that fall away you drop that and you just come back to just being where you are just do the dishes and you'll notice that it's a much more pleasant way to be uh, so I suggest giving that a shot if anybody wants me to talk more about the the details of that I'd be glad to but I don't want to. I don't want to beat up something that's that's sort of silly. But it it really translates to almost anything we don't think we want to be doing. Um, it doesn't translate as well to things like paying bills, things that sort of need a little bit of thought, that need a little bit of uh, discerning. Doesn't mean you can't be present while you're paying the bills. But sort of in the beginning stages of this, it's much more palpable and tangible to understand these things when it's really a a simple thing. You're waiting in line, you have this feeling that you have to be back at work or you have to be at the next thing, whatever that is, and most people get just very upset that they're in line. Um, I shouldn't say most people get very upset, but I don't know too many people that really enjoy waiting in line. Um, and what's weird is I very much enjoy waiting in line. It's one of the things that you can sort of just reminds you to sort of stop and be where you are and you can stand there and you can breathe and you can feel what the floor feels like and what what's going on and in that meditative state the waiting is beautiful everything sort of stills and becomes very full and so I suggest that when we notice our minds sort of again asking us not to be where we are that we have to move that we have to get to the next thing that that can be sort of a um a way to wake up and just bring our attention back to the breath and back to what we're doing and just be where we are. So that's a new way to wait in line. Give it a shot. There's one other thing that I really need to mention, and I think as I'm talking about taking sort of presence off of a meditation seat and out into the world, these are things that you can do whether you practice meditation or not. But if we're trying to learn about our mind, if we're trying to learn what are thoughts and what are not thoughts, a fantastic way to do that and a great way to take a break at work or, you know, anytime you have to go anywhere, we, we uh, you know, unless we're handicapped, and in that case we'd be, um, you know, in a wheelchair doing this, but, you know, all of us that walk, we can learn to uh, meditatively walk or, or, you know, what's called walking meditation and in meditation where the breath is your focus, um, in, in walking the anchor, it, it could be your breath again, but it often is just the feeling of your feet as you're walking. And bringing your attention back to that is a very, very nice way to still yourself. So in this sort of conversation of being where you are and all that, I know that we all walk around office buildings and at our jobs and different times like that. If you're a waiter, you deliver food. Um, 
that's a great time you know even if it's 10 seconds at a clip it's not even it doesn't even have to be um you know these big long hour long walking sessions i'm not talking about going hiking i'm talking about walking to the copier or just across your office sort of feeling what your feet feel like one after the other and just being where you are um so many times I talk to people at work and they'll they'll leave you know my office or something and they'll they'll go and I'll be like hey why don't you you know pay attention to the walk back to your office or something and I always feel like they might miss that they don't always get what I mean by that because it can be a really stilling way a lot of times people end up in my office when they're uh, frustrated with something or upset about something at work and one of the things I'm trying to do to calm them down is to bring their attention back to where they are uh, literally feeling their ass in a chair when they're sitting there or if they're walking feeling their feet walk on the ground and what that feels like so learn walking meditation give it a shot it might be something you want to stand up and do right now if you can Um, take 10 steps and just sort of bring your attention to uh, each foot as it sort of swings and plants and swings and plants and swings and plants it's uh it's a great way to bring your attention back to um back to being at peace and um so there's that So how do most of us eat? Are we paying a whole lot of attention to what we're eating? People probably think that we are. I would say that we're not. A lot of times we're sitting in front of TV. uh, Maybe we're having a conversation. Maybe we're just trying to scarf it down to get to the next thing. And again, the common theme here is sort of not being present with what we do. I think in that same book by Teet Nhat Hanh, and I apologize that I don't remember right now which book it was um i tried to find it and i i couldn't find it but he talks i think in the same book about eating an orange and uh and you know maybe it was different fruit but spending you know like an hour eating an orange now that may not be practical i'm not suggesting you take an hour to eat an orange and and make that your practice but it points out that we can actually eat our food and sort of give that much more full attention than any of us do and uh, trust me the food will taste richer the the you know our our bodies will process it better our you know we'll we'll enjoy it more it's just another way that we can sort of be where we are so what i'm pointing out here you know when i talk about doing the dishes or waiting in line or getting stuck in traffic or eating um you know or walking that these become anchors to remind us that these are times that we can really wake up and the mind wants us to be in this sort of timescape where we have to get to the next thing and we're moving but if we can learn to still and be where we are that's really where joy starts to pour in and I want to talk about that again for a second because that's really the point if we can't learn how to be happy where we are we'll never appreciate it when it comes and we're constantly working for some future that we're not even going to be prepare for the fact that it doesn't come that way is one thing but even if it were to come that way even if we were to one day become rich enough and funny enough and happy enough and all that stuff we've never practiced being where we are so we can't even enjoy that that's why wealthy people uh never feel wealthy enough and that's why funny people never feel funny enough and that's why um you know in in a lot of cases even happy people don't feel happy enough so uh that quality of learning to be where you are and sort of feeling fulfilled actually learning that that is this is where i'm supposed to be i'm there's nothing else this is the whole this is the show this is the real thing this is not dress rehearsal 
uh, we are where we're supposed to be. And when we can sit in that and see that the colors are beautiful and the sounds are gorgeous and the feeling in our stomach, whether it's a bit of anxiety or just pure glee, they're all really rich and they're all really wonderful. I've had sad moments that are some of the richest ever and I wouldn't trade them for the world. So learning to be where we are is really, really, really important. Um, I used anchors in a certain way today. I'm going to actually define that in a different way later. Uh, but an anchor really is just something that reminds us to uh, wake up. Today I was talking about a facet of anchors, which are different activities that we have to do. Other things can be um, like a doorway, like every doorway we go through, try and uh, remember to give a full breath as we go through it to sort of recenter. And in a way you could, you could call that blessing the room, you know, or just bringing your full attention to walking through the door. Um, it's just sort of a way to break up that pattern of the mind to, to keep running. So, um, that's pretty much my talk for the day and I hope that it's been helpful. So go do some dishes, uh, try walking meditation, go eat an orange and uh, next time you're waiting in line, let me know if you know if if you notice your mind when it wants to move. And even if you just start to notice, even if you don't know what I mean by actually sitting in the moment, but if you just sort of notice that quality of wait, I'm 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 not really here. I kind of want to go. I, I notice my mind thinking I'm not really paying attention, and then you start to sort of bring it back and forth between this moment and your thinking. That will be a great beginning of it. So if this if this dawns on you at all uh, in the coming days or week, you know, right into the blog page, backtobreath.com. Let me know what's going on. I will get back in touch with, uh, you know, each of you, certainly if I can. And like I said, there's going to be more content there soon. So anyway, this is Rob Scott with Fundamental Shift. Thank you so much for your attention and be wonderful to one another. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?